You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, the air is warm, and for me, that is a good day. So everyone, just take a deep breath. And just release. One more deep breath. And release. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, um, I am going to do some teaching. Um, And I want to just start off by letting everyone know that I am proud of myself. I have completed the certification process to become a RTT practitioner. That is Rapid Transformational Therapy uh, Practitioner. And I'm just excited about this new method of helping people heal and transform, particularly at a subconscious level. And, you know, I have been a um, psychologist um, practicing for 25 years in mental health. And one of the things that I noticed is oftentimes people know exactly why they have a certain belief or habit why and where it comes from and also understanding how it impacts them today and how it is not healthy but the one thing that they struggle with is making that change and letting go of the old program letting go of the old way of thinking and believing and feeling and even the old way of acting and the choices that they make. And so the one thing that I find particularly beautiful about rapid transformational therapy is that it is hypnotherapy but with a transformational process. So it's almost as if those people who are struggling or resisting change because their conscious mind wants to keep things in status quo, wants to resist that change because the conscious mind says, you know, everything is good. I'm keeping you alive. You're safe. So why are we changing? Why is there a need to change? But the person believes that they have to change this unhealthy pattern of thinking and feeling and acting and are struggling with really making that change. And so what rapid transformational therapy does, because it's hypnotherapy, it's really tapping into that subconscious, the subconscious level of change. And it 
facilitates that change so much easier because you don't have the the conscious mind if you will that guard that stands to to kind of reason and protect and really not wanting to disrupt the status quo but the RTT is so transformational because it happens at a subconscious level while you're in hypnotherapy while you're in hypnosis and it's just a phenomenal technique and tool that really is life-changing and so I have put on my website uh, healthyminds.expert my RTT practitioner and I'm opening and welcoming anyone who you know if you find yourself in a state where you feel stuck or if you feel like the other methodologies of, of therapy or treatment haven't worked for you I really encourage you and I call you out to try rapid transformational therapy um, it is developed by Marissa Peer who is the number one therapist in the UK and she is really traveling the world to bring this phenomenal technique to uh, anyone who really uh, has a passion to change and transformation and it just really is a wonderful um, technique to change your mind from a subconscious level and so that's the beauty that I am finding in RTT and so I encourage you to go to my website healthyminds.expert and book a session with me today because like I said what you might have been trying to work through with years of therapy because again I'm a clinical psychologist so I know um, you can really take a hold of and transform in one to maybe three sessions and so this is such a life-changing and just transformative um, uh, technique of therapy hypnotherapy that really gets to your subconscious level and the more that I am teaching on and learning about the subconscious mind the more I realize that we are so powerful our subconscious mind is powerful beyond our imagination and that's what I love about this technique another thing that I do daily is I use CBD I take the tincture and then I also use the gummies my website is uh, hemphappier.com but you can also find that information on my website healthyminds.expert and I'm always re-educating people on what CBD is um, so that they're not confusing CBD that comes from hemp with marijuana that comes from marijuana or THC that comes from marijuana and so I like to say that they're both sisters of the cannabis plant but they're different in what uh, what they provide and so the CBD has a high concentration of cannabidiol which is short for CBD and the marijuana has a high content of THC and that THC is the psychoactive property that gives you that high feeling well you don't get that from CBD CBD has receptor sites in every organ of the body and what it gives you is an overall body relaxation it is a relaxation of the central nervous system and it helps to uh, reduce 
the symptoms of anxiety. It helps to reduce stress. It helps to facilitate sleep and restorative sleep. It helps to reduce inflammation so that if you're experiencing pain, it reduces that. And there's so many uh, other benefits from CBD. I encourage you to go to my website. Again, Healthy Minds, M-I-N-D-S dot expert. Because really, once you are understanding how to create a healthy mind, then you don't have to suffer from depression. You don't have to suffer from anxiety. You don't have to live in chronic stress. Um, and a lot of the physical ailments that you might be experiencing in physical and emotional symptoms really um, will dissipate because you are feeling and you are experiencing yourself in a healthy way. And so that's what I want to teach on today. I want to talk about the seven-step process of developing a healthy mind. And I think it's so important for people to understand this concept that everyone, I don't care who you are, what you've been through, what your experiences have been, where you come from, what language you speak, what color you identify yourself as, everyone has the power within them to change and to develop a healthy mind. And what is a healthy mind? A healthy mind is thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and your belief about yourself that is healthy that makes you feel good. So when your thoughts support you feeling good about you, it's healthy. When your beliefs support you feeling good and being able to accomplish any goal that you set, that's a healthy belief. If your emotions support you feeling good, joy, gratitude, peace, love, forgiveness, compassion, empathy, grace, understanding, patience, all of those emotions that support you in a healthy way are healthy. Um, behaviors, actions, so choosing healthy foods, choosing healthy relationships, creating a healthy environment to live in, creating um, communication with others that is non-judgmental that is accepting, that is loving and forgiving and understanding. Healthy, those are healthy actions. Those are healthy behaviors, healthy exchange. And so I just want everyone to know again, that you are beautiful, that you are worthy and deserving and that you are perfect, complete and whole. And I often in the work that I do tell my clients that you were born perfect you were born perfect and somehow in this world in this physical body in this physical realm we get messages about ourselves and about how we should think about ourselves and how we should feel about ourselves from the people who raise us from our environment from our education from our social media from our political and social constructs in these messages oftentimes are destructive. They don't feed our healthy mind. They don't align with who we are, 
who we are in spirit. And so um, I want to talk about this seven-step process of developing a healthy mind. And one of the premises is, you know, we need to be more conscientious about the thoughts that we allow into our mind. Because there is a saying, you are what you eat. And so we're learning how to be conscientious about the choices of food and what we put into our body. And so shall we be about the thoughts and the emotions and how that impacts our emotional health and our mental health. And so just as you are what you eat, so too you are what you think. And so I really want you to think about that. You are what you think. What thoughts and beliefs and emotions that you perpetuate, that you ruminate on, that you ponder throughout your day, that become a part of your narrative and the story and and the lies that you tell yourself. And oftentimes those lies are what lead to the anxiety and the depression. But those thoughts that you focus on contribute to your mental health just like the food choices that you make contribute to your physical health and so as a psychologist I find that people believe whatever their minds tell them even when their thoughts aren't supporting their mental health and mental wellness and so one of the things that I talk about is really as human beings we need to become a little bit more discerning about the thoughts that we allow in our mind and every thought that comes into your conscious awareness number one is not true oftentimes people believe that when they get a thought in their mind it's the truth that is absolute and that is a lie every thought that we have is not true and every thought that we have doesn't even necessarily come from us because there is this conscious this greater consciousness and just like the air we breathe though we cannot see it we know it's there and we know it's essential and so imagine all of the thoughts in this consciousness that we're not even aware of that are out there and so we have these thoughts and these ideas pop into our minds that means that they come into our conscious awareness and then we give them attention and so what I'm asking you is to become more discerning more um, kind of critical in, in, in what thoughts you allow into your mind into your conscious awareness and what thoughts you want to focus on and so I want us and I want you to begin to take the thought that comes into your conscious awareness as a mere suggestion not as a truth as a mere suggestion and what I want you to do is ask yourself does that thought support my mental wellness Does this thought contribute to me feeling good about me or feeling good about a relationship or feeling good about myself in relation to this world? And I want you to understand that you don't have to choose it. 
you do not have to choose to focus on a thought that does not serve you in a healthy way okay and so just consider that the thoughts that come into your wellness unto your consciousness you have a choice they are mere suggestions and you have the free will to choose will you take that thought in and allow it into your space into your mental space your emotional space and act on it or will you just cut it off and cancel it and call it out as a lie and send it back to where it belongs wherever they may be okay you have the choice you have the choice to do that and so I talk a lot about what we believe about ourselves and how much of what we believe about ourselves don't even come from us but come from the relationships come from other people uh, that have been a part of our lives and it forms these beliefs about who we are and so when these suggestions come into our conscious awareness if they are in alignment with this belief system that we formed even though it's not healthy we automatically believe it is true or we believe it as confirmation that that belief is true and so again I want you to understand that the only thing that we have control over in this world is ourselves we can't control external events that are outside of us but we can control how we think what we believe how we feel and the choices that we make how we act and how we respond right and when we take control of how we think and what thoughts we allow into our mental space into our mind space it will cause us to feel better about ourselves to feel better about our relationships to feel better about things going on in our world in our environment it, it will allow us to make a different choice as to how we want to act and the habits we choose to create and so I just want you to know that you have a lot of power and your power comes from within your power comes from within with the decisions and the choices that you make about what thoughts you're going to focus on and what you're going to believe to be true and so begin to question this program this program that we have formed since our birth that we've been fed by other people around us who raised us who taught us who surround us who entertain us and who care for us begin to question do these beliefs serve us in a healthy way and if they don't then begin to create new beliefs and begin to be more discerning about what thoughts you allow into your space okay mental health is about understanding where our thoughts come from and where our beliefs come from and choosing thoughts and beliefs that support our healthy mind that support our healthy emotions our healthy body and the habits that we form from those beliefs and from those thoughts and so now you understand how powerful choosing thoughts 
that support your mental health are. Okay? And so I want to walk you through the seven-step process of developing a healthy mind. Okay? So number one, as soon as a suggestive thought or idea comes into your conscious awareness, ask yourself, does this thought serve me in a healthy way? That's the first thing. It has to come into your conscious awareness for you to then address it. If you decide, number two, if you decide that it does not serve your highest good, then I want you to call it out as a lie and stop entertaining it immediately. Send it back to where it came from and I put as if swatting away a fly. Okay, so I, I'm, I call it out as a lie. If it is negative, it is, if it's going to make me feel bad about myself, if it's going to make me doubt myself, if it's going to make me just beat up on myself, automatically it is a lie and unhealthy. It is not healthy for me to entertain that thought, to focus on that thought, to give it energy. Because what we know is whatever you attend to, whatever you focus on, that's what you're giving your energy to. And what you give your energy to is going to grow. And so one negative thought leads to another negative thought and another negative thought. And it causes you to feel bad about yourself. It causes the depression. It causes the anger. It causes the sadness because you have given it life now. You have given it energy now. And so it is doing what it does, tearing you down. So I want you to immediately call it out and stop it. Do not entertain it. Because if you give it your attention, if you give it your focus or your energy, it's going to grow. And once it grows and expands and it is now causing heavy negative emotions or heavy depression or sadness or anger, now it's harder for you to change course. So call it out as a lie. The third step is take a deep breath. And when I say take a deep breath, I mean stop and give your self a moment to just breathe. We don't do this enough. And that's why sometimes we get confused and those thoughts confuse us and we begin to believe them because we are not present in the moment. So just be still and I like to put one hand over my chest and one hand over my abdomen so I know I'm breathing from my diaphragm. I'm filling my diaphragm, right? and just take a deep breath and just allow your lungs to feel your diaphragm to feel and then just release it and then ask yourself so the fourth step fourth step is ask yourself what thought or opposing idea would serve me in a healthier way so you've already identified that that thought or idea did not serve you in a healthy way. You called it out as a lie. You canceled it, swatted it away, stopped yourself from that focus thought. You take a deep breath and now you ask yourself, what thought or what opposing thought would serve me in a healthier way? And so you want to really ask yourself, 
how do I change that thought? How do I choose a thought that serves me in a healthier way? How can I look at the situation differently so it doesn't leave me feeling bad about myself or doubting myself or criticizing myself or making me feel as if, as, as if I'm a bad person? Because even making a bad decision or a bad choice does not cancel out your good, does not make you a bad person, makes it a bad choice, a bad behavior, but does not make you a bad person, okay? And so ask yourself, what thought or opposing idea, and sometimes it's the opposite. So if I'm feeling fear, then the opposite would be trust or hope that everything is going to work out, okay? And sometimes you can ask yourself, what do I need to tell myself to feel better about this situation or have better thoughts that you can choose from? So that's really the fourth, the fifth, the fifth step, okay? After you've taken your deep breath, after you've asked yourself what thoughts are healthier, the fifth step is really asking yourself, what do I need to tell myself to feel better about the situation or provide a more neutral perspective? And I have to tell you that there are many solutions to one problem. There are many perspectives that you can choose from. And the more perspectives that you can realize and think about in a situation, situation, the better options you have to choose from, the better thoughts you have to choose from. And so go through what are some possibilities. Okay, so for example, you um, did something to hurt someone and you know you were wrong. Instead of focusing on this idea that, oh, I'm just such a bad person, you know, I can never repair that friendship, they're never going to trust me, they're never going to believe me, they won't see who I really am, all of those thoughts are really not healthy because they're making you feel bad about that situation. And so think about what are some possibilities, how can I show this person that I am who I say I am? How can I begin to build trust with this person? How can I admit that I was wrong and acknowledge that I went about the situation in the wrong way? And so these are more healthier options to thinking about the situation. And so you might come up with some possibilities like, well, I can apologize. Or if they don't want to talk to me, I can write a letter. And maybe I can do something that I know is going to rectify the situation or make the situation right. Whether that's, you know, following up on what I, um, what I need to do better. Or showing them, demonstrating that you care about them enough to make things right. Asking them to give you a chance to show them that you can be the friend that they thought you were. And sometimes we have to admit why we made that wrong choice. You know, sometimes we're going through things and we're not level-headed or we respond from impulse or emotion as opposed to really thinking about what's the best option in our response. And so again, the more options and possibilities that you can come up with to give yourself a more neutral perspective, it'll allow you a better choice in thinking. Okay? Number six, 
Focus on how your body feels when you tell yourself the better words or you choose better thoughts that support your mental health. So when you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to apologize. Or you know what, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to trust that everything is going to work out. I'm not going to beat up on myself for making a bad choice or a bad decision or hurting my feelings, my friend's feelings. I'm going to apologize and let that person know how much I love them. And when I think about the better thoughts, the better options that I have to choose from, how does it feel? How does it feel in my heart? How does my body feel? How do I feel about myself? Okay? And the seventh step is talking to yourself in a way that stirs up the lighter emotions. Instead of feeling heavy emotions, the key to developing a healthy mind is stirring the lighter emotions. Forgiving yourself for making the mistake. Asking for forgiveness. Loving yourself and knowing that you're good even when you've made a mistake. Even when you've made a bad choice. So the seven steps are, number one, as soon as you get a thought or idea and that suggestion comes into your conscious awareness, ask yourself, does it serve you in a healthy way? Number two, decide, does it support your highest good? If it doesn't, call it out as a lie immediately, stop entertaining it, and send it back to where it came from. Number three, take a deep breath. Number four, ask yourself, what thought or opposing idea would serve me in a healthier way? Number five, ask yourself, what possible alternatives, what possible thoughts or ways of looking at the situation in a more neutral way will be better for me? So you have better um, thoughts to choose from or better options in your actions to choose from. And number six, focus on how your body feels when you tell yourself the better thought or the better choice. How does it feel in your body? And does it support your mental health? And number seven, talk to yourself and tell yourself what you need to hear to make you feel better, to stir up lighter emotions, and to begin to form a healthier mindset and a healthier perspective in which to view a situation. And so I want you to know that just like choosing healthy foods, choosing healthy thoughts is a practice. And once you begin to practice it, it becomes habitual and you feel good about yourself. Okay? And so I want you to know Again, you have a choice. When a thought or a suggestion comes into your conscious awareness, you can choose to believe it if it makes you feel good, if it serves you in a healthy way, if it helps you resolve situations and creates healthy relationships of non-judgment, of unconditional love, of forgiveness, right? Or you can choose to call it out as a lie. You don't have to believe it. Okay? Just like food, our thoughts can be healthy and unhealthy. 
our habitual thoughts can contribute to our mental well-being or can contribute to our self-destruction. The good thing is that we have a choice. So I want you, I implore you, to begin to choose thoughts that serve you in a healthy way. Because you deserve to have a healthy mind. You deserve to feel good about yourself. And remember, you are worthy, you are deserving, and you are enough. And you have the power and the choice within you to create a healthy mind. I love you. God bless you. Be good to yourself. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.